Hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the Weekly Freestyle with myself, Tom Dean and my co-host Alex Sutton. Um, we're getting straight into the 7th episode in the series. At the moment I'm coming to you from Positano on the Amalfi Coast in Italy. So uh, in a tiny little B&B, I'm on my holidays at the moment, my month off um, from swimming. Uh, Alex, I believe you're back in Maidenhead, just snuck an hour away from work, is that, is that right? Yeah, I'm, I'm chilling out in Maidenhead, had a, a nice <laughs> physio appointment this morning, so it's a busy morning, but it's a good morning. <laughs> a physio appointment, is that uh, an injury you're, you're carrying at the moment? You know? uh, it's, it's nothing too serious, it's more a bit of maintenance stuff. I've always had a huge, well not a huge problem, but my, the right side of my back. I think it started potentially from um my forays into the swimming world where my right side <laughs> is just so much more dominant than my left and weirdly my physio sort <laughs> of like, right. it's, it's, sorry go on. it's weird but my physio sort of stood stood me up on the wall and said weirdly like your left side is like so much more sort of like defined than your right which i think would be the opposite but something's not not going well which is um which is not yeah. good um, bit of an imbalance indeed but yes yeah, i guess it's first our first episode outside of, of a major competition, which is quite exciting. Um, obviously, you've got yeah, your holiday season has begun. Your room's looking yeah. very nice. I, I said earlier, you've got you've got a wonderful photo behind you. Can't really complain. No, I'm in a very very picturesque Italian seaside village of Positano. It's one of the the Amalfi villages here on the coast, and it's just stunning. I'm here for five days with the girlfriend. Um, yeah, switch off, get away from swimming. Um, funny story actually. <laughs> we we went out for a few um. A few drinks in town last night and um we're wandering home kind of late night um kind of early hours of the morning and i I had this very very excited italian gentleman run up to me and shouting oh kevin kevin i was like what what, what's he on about he's like kevin de bruyne kevin de bruyne please please, can i get a photo please please and i was like oh yeah sure mate yeah no happy to get over here yeah me kevin de bruyne over here just out here on holiday and i was wearing like you know, we've been out for a really fancy dinner, so I was wearing a really fancy polo shirt that I've got. I had a um, a watch on, you know, I was, I was quite dressed up for dinner. And, Looking um, good. Kevin Devorin, Kevin Devorin, <laughs> he gets a few My selfies. Goodness. He's with these two girls. They get photos as well. What? And then he, goes, then he goes, when you were the Newcastle game yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what did you nah, say? Mate, nah, I was like, now nah, I'm on holidays, switch off your off season, all this stuff. He's like, oh. I love you. I love you. All this stuff. Oh <laughs> I was my like, god! Have, welcome, have, you, have you had that before? Like, I mean, not 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 being mistaken. I've been had people like, ah, <laughs> oh, you know, you look a bit like a bit like Kevin De Bruyne and stuff. Like that, but I've never had someone, mm. you know, to the point where they stop me. I just feel like he's going to wake up tomorrow morning, check his phone, realize he's got some photos he doesn't remember taking last night, and it'd be some random bloke in, you know, the town square of Positano at two thirty in the morning. But um, pretty sharp. I'd, yeah. I'd, what can I say? I think Kevin, I can see a slight resemblance, but I don't think Kevin is, you know, he's built like a, a freestyle, well, is I've, he? I've heard he, you know, people run up to him and they go, Tom Dean, Tom Dean. <laughs> also, when when you're playing footy, I guess that's when it happens as well, because people see your skills it's, and stuff. It's, and they it's, go. An, it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, I don't think I don't think when he jumps in and does a two under three, it's quite the same. So, you know, when I've got top all of my feet. When you're when you're bagging goals for fun down at a Raya Street, you know, that's all good. You know, yes, yeah, one one thing as well. I think part of this episode we're going to potentially get to know me a little bit more, uh, like producer Alex, which should be good. I know a few people said they well, we got a few questions in. Some were good, mm. some were some were not so good. But yeah, we're going to we're going to do that. Um, no, absolutely, I, I think just just on that point, we've done like you said a full competition month or two months. It's been you know pretty much six episodes in the, in the heart of competition summer um for myself for swimming 
Uh, and obviously, it's not going to be like that all year round, and especially this summer because it was unique and it had three majors. And luckily, you're able to come up to two out of those three. Um, but yeah, I feel like now we're going to settle into a bit more of our regular routine and we just need to kick off with a bit of background because I've had quite a few people come up to me and say, the swimming's great and it, it gives a real insight into my life. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a co-hosted um, co-hosted podcast and uh, yeah, we need a bit more about the co-producer or the, the producer co-host. Yeah, no, it sounds good to me. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get through a couple of questions. One shout out we need to do as well is for our, for the episode, well, the podcast podcast jingle now we've got just done by my good friend uh, Josh also known as I think it's pronounced Vachuro um so big shout out to him for, for the jingle and he's actually got a new a new song out I think it's called um Maggie's and Bossy so go go hit that up <laughs> cheers cheers Josh appreciate that I think uh, the jingle's got good some good responses and you know as always guys hit us up on at the week freestyle the week freestyle at outlook.com as well any suggestions tips thoughts on the jingle etc yeah it's got to be done so how how's your week going you're you're obviously chilling out where, where have you where have you been you're in rome for a bit um you? so yeah obviously the european championships finished up in rome um so a few days after you left you boys left we stayed out there wrapped up on the wednesday stayed there till the friday um which was lovely uh did all the sites ticked off all the big ones did a like vatican tour coliseum tour late at night it's it is incredible it really mm. does blow my mind the the thought of these civilizations that lived here like i was in the coliseum and we're underground in the coliseum and they're showing us the rooms where they kept ostriches rhinos giraffes lions you know all these massive massive like animals before they release them to the to the center stage of the Colosseum for, for yeah. gladiators to fight them and they didn't know all the spectators they didn't know which which side they were going to come out from you know because it was like a ramp that could come up from any of these but they had lifts like elevators that would take the animals get up. a line on the lift yeah you literally get in a lift he's like you know pressing four, pressing four three and he comes up to the to the Colosseum and he comes out and then it's just like there were, I, did, I thought it was quite small but because obviously a lot of the seating's been you know demolished and destroyed it held 70,000 people in that Coliseum. Mm. Can you imagine, like, you know, huge. it's normally almost Wembley, isn't it? What's Wembley? 80, I think. Yeah, I think Something it's like 80, 80, so, 90, possibly. Can you imagine if you're a gladiator and you're, you're walking out to, like, Wembley Stadium and you just have a giraffe bolting towards you? What, what are they meant to do against a giraffe? Is, did they, were they trying to kill you, them? I think you've got, you got to tackle the legs, really. Well, <laughs> you know, you really got to go for you it. You know what they the say. Ground, Take the legs, you know? they will go. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, uh, crazy, like just, just man. We learned all that history. Of it. It's, it's incredible, and you know, I definitely want to go back and, and learn a bit more. But no, so we did two days in Rome, it's brilliant, and then we did two days in Naples uh, over the weekend. Um, you know, had a really great night on Saturday night. It's really like hustling and bustling, completely different like vibe to Rome. And then we come here to the Amalfi Coast uh, yesterday, which is just Tuesday today, Tuesday twenty third of August. So yesterday we came through, um, settled into a lovely little B and B. And everyone's so welcome here. It's 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 popular with tourists, a lot of American tourists, but not not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And on top of that, I feel like everyone in this town, all the restaurant owners, all the B and B owners, um, all the shop owners, they all know each other because a lot yeah. of them grew up around here. Um, so like I'll speak to I'll speak to our host, and he's I saying, look, I need this. I want to go to a bookshop and all this stuff. And he knew the exact bookshop owner or the best restaurant, and he's like, oh, mm -hmm. my powerful school or whatever. So it's it's a really nice vibe, and it's literally like just what I wanted to switch off completely you know get away from all the madness of the last three months yeah it's always nice when you go away and you, you feel as though you get looked after but it has a bit of authenticity mm. to it 
yeah, so it yeah, doesn't yeah, feel exactly. like you're, you're just in the tourist trap which is exactly. nice. do you feel as though you're missing missing the water at all or <laughs> not at all uh no the only thing i've been been really like, looking forward to is just swimming in the sea just because i yeah. love swimming in the sea when, whenever i get a chance um but in terms of actual training and no i think i've had my fair share of, of hard sets and hard races this summer yeah you need to get your feet up i was um <clears throat> on saturday morning i had quite a busy one because i was trying to trying to up my running in terms of getting a little bit more intensity back into to the routine and mm. i was going to do a park run for those of you who maybe don't know it's it's sort of like a a weekly timed event on a saturday morning but it's really good in terms of having a kind of a race where you can run against other people anywhere so they're literally millions i don't know millions there are loads across 5K. the world yeah 5K, five, isn't it? 5k and um i was going to jog down to the one at clapham common because it's not too far from where my my girlfriend lives but i got a late message from my sister in the morning saying oh i'm actually planning to do fulham broadway Bear, bear in mind, I'm ba- I was leaving Vauxhall, so I was like, okay, I'll go and go and uh, go to the same one as my sister. So I got like got a Boris bike all the way down to Fulham Broadway. Yeah. Left at about <laughs> a quarter past eight. The run starts at nine. Getting a little bit stressed, but <clears throat> they're quite casual events, so it's quite easy to rock up like five ten minutes before, and you're good to go. And I just see a message from my sister. I've literally just gone as hard as I can on this Boris bike. She says, "Ah, oh, Fulham Broadway is cancelled." oh no so i've trekked like what felt like halfway down the river um obviously missed the start of any part run across it's that feet that sinking feeling of nine o'clock they're going on i'm not and that one so then jogged back to battersea park which is like another i was at another good four or five miles jumped on the track there did the 5k but by myself and then jogged um, <laughs> jogged back to anna's but it was yeah it was a bit of a bit of a heavier morning to what i thought and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it tied me out for the rest of the day which wasn't ideal there you are you must have got your fair share of, of, of cardio in that morning yeah. like, you know a cycle halfway across london and then running back basically with a cheeky little 5k trucks in the middle indeed but yeah that was i guess that was the positive when i was was jogging back having gone nine o'clock not doing anything i was like well at least you're gonna mm-hmm. be able to you know, really get get your morning's worth um so yeah that, that was nice I think that leads us on actually quite nicely. I know we're going to do more questions about yourself, but and we're going to talk about you know your upbringing and 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 how our paths cross and things like that. But the first one is actually you know because this is kind of sport centric podcast. Obviously, it's been for me. It's been swimming my whole life. You know, uh, obviously, you know, play for City when I can, squeeze it in. But um, no, it's always been get you know, away for the for the weekdays. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's the weekday. Um, <laughs> exactly. But it's always been um, it's always been swimming as the main one for me. But for yourself, mm. like I don't think I've ever met anyone who does as many sports, you know, to as high of a level as yourself. Because I know you used to play rugby, didn't you? Obviously, you got to come from a running background. We used to swim yeah. together, you know. Um, you're not too bad on a Boris bike, by the sound of things. Yeah, no, the Boris bikes are good. Yeah, I've been. It's kind of you'd say I don't think I'm sort of like elite at anything, but I've certainly done quite a few sports. It started out at Maidenhead Rugby Club. Um, uh, I met one of my good friends, sort of Harry Wells, when we were literally six or seven. Like, as a lot of people do, they sort of like take their their first session down, sort of getting coached by your dads and stuff. So that was a really good fun. And uh, yeah, I was actually sort of started as rugby for quite a while. That was my main sport. And it was quite good. Um, obviously, when you start, you play tag. It's not too physical, not too aggressive. I could always read the game quite well. But then obviously, when you start getting to, I don't know, 14, 15, as I know you've seen with yourself and your brothers like you people growing at different different like yeah pace and, and sometimes you get these 15 16 year old lads that are huge and um it 
it was something I really enjoyed, but at the end of the day, I think it just got it just got too physical in terms of yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a rugby player really. You're, you're, like, you're still waiting for that growth spurt. <laughs> yeah, still coming. I still need oh, to God. like broaden to become like a, a fridge door, like some of those guys are. But I had some no, I had some really good times and, and did stay there for a, a good long while. Um, yeah. But it was, it was one of those things I think from the running started. It was actually like a um, like a charity 5k run that my mum did actually in Oxford okay. um, and I think dad and I went along and because dad wasn't so much of a runner then because he was kind of always involved in my sport but we saw mum do the 5k and we both thought actually you know there's there's something something to be to be had here yeah so that was kind of when doing a few school cross countries and things like that um, I guess sparked my interest in it which was um, yeah, kind of where yeah, it all yeah, started yeah. bit of football as well not too bad yeah a little bit um i think my strongest ones other than that uh, other than that are probably golf and po- possibly hockey because i oh, played a, of course played golf, um, yeah i played for wickham for like one or two years just before i sort of took the, the running more seriously but yeah I, I was a member at one of our local golf clubs um so i was playing that with dad and i think that's a really good sport to have when you're mm. when you're a youngster because you can it's one of those where it's purely skill based so now yeah, I've yeah. kind of got I'm not gonna I'm not saying that I'm gonna go around and sort of like shoot, shoot like a, a decent score but you once you've got those skills you can always sort of rely yeah, on them yeah. so like going for a, a game on holiday with your mates or playing with dad yeah. is really good just to be able to jump back in yeah yeah no absolutely I think I think that's brilliant but you know um proper I'd say a bit of a jack of all trades and then on top of that an interest in pretty much every sport as well you know big big Liverpool fan as I think we've discussed in the past yeah. um you know an avid follower of the British swimming excursions all over the world um, I, I absolutely love a sporting excursion I mean yeah I think, yeah any I think, excuse <laughs> yeah I think that that's the, almost the first thing that anyone says to me it's like um because I've recently moved into this new place in Maidenhead, everyone says, "Have you actually, have you actually been there? Like, do you know what your your flat is like?" Okay. <laughs> I mean, you've got a fair point. But this, the trip out to to Rome was my fourth, basically sporting, like international away day. Because we had, I went to Le Mans Goodness with my me. uncle for the twenty four yeah. hour race. Um, obviously, Rome was one. Got away to watch Liverpool in the San Siro, um, which was just just unreal i can't actually think of the other one i was too oh and we went to i didn't actually go to the game but we we went to paris for the champions league final we were in the fan zone so yeah it's the, yeah. the fourth sort of trip away but yeah abs- absolutely love it not too bad not too bad at all indeed um but yeah i guess one one thing in terms of the swimming side of things i don't know if we want to want to touch on where our our relationship began um because we, yeah, we ha- yeah. we've done a few, we have done a few sessions together. Absolutely. So we're obviously both from Maidenhead. So I, I moved to Maidenhead when I was eight years old. Um, but you've been a Maidenhead resident your whole life, haven't you? So, yeah. so yeah, may- maybe just you know, um, well, we could do a bit of like a, a early life. You know, um, obviously growing up Maidenhead, you've got a, a sister Lucy, yeah, uh, who's younger than you. Um, mm-hmm. and then obviously yeah. you live with your mum and that. Oh, sorry, you've moved out now, but um, they they both lived in Maidenhead as well, didn't they? Yeah, so we yeah we've always been in Maidenhead. Mum and Dad actually sort of moved around the same, basically the same estate in Maidenhead for for a few years, and then eventually moved out to a little bit further outside Maidenhead. So yeah, I'm pretty much Maidenhead through and through, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got a younger sister Lucy, who's um yeah she's actually living up in London at the minute with work and stuff. Um, so yeah, that that's all really cool. And uh, yeah, they're all really into their sports and stuff. Uh, went to school 
um, Wickham Way. We actually kind of went to rival rival schools, didn't mm. we? I was in. Uh, you John Hamden. I was John Hamden, and you're a you're a Borlase boy. So for those who don't know, there they have in a few counties they still have the grammar school system, and um, we're in a similar kind of catchment area. And <laughs> actually, Borlase, so your school, I think I can't remember whether it was actually like my first choice in terms of the one that I'd go to but mum and dad actually bumped Hamden above because they didn't want me going to a mixed school oh no way so oh, no. Uh, yeah they're on quite, the straight and narrow yeah so they've um they've kind of siphoned me off early but yeah no really enjoyed <laughs> really enjoyed um they can look at you at 10 years old and think oh no be a lady killer <laughs> we, we need to get all boys, all boys. so yeah they yeah. they they got their wish yeah, no, quite, quite similar because John Hammond was my second choice. The only reason I went to Ball Lays because my older sister ended up going to Ball Lays. Um, you know, had it not, it would have been, yeah, John Hamden or, or Burnham Grammar, you know, the, yeah. the one that my little brother goes to. So, yeah, all, all, all schools in similar areas, but um, uh, slightly further afield. And then we probably met in, I want to say 2016. Yeah, 2016. I think I think that's probably I've I've kind of, I have this really vivid memory and it's really strange of, because I didn't know you at that time, but I, I feel as though I'd sort of seen you about just from... Yeah. I don't know what it even is like maybe sometimes at the pool if I'd been down yeah, there yeah and I just so, so vividly remember driving through Maidenhead Town Centre and you were with William at the time and letting you two cross the road yeah William my younger brother that is. yeah sorry yeah, yeah, you, yeah, two, yeah. you two were out I just remember that so vividly um yeah but yeah we I guess we our relationship began um because I went out with your sister for a little while so we were spending yes. sort of um a fair bit of time together which is which is really funny. It was it was kind of yeah, kind of it a was good times, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you came over to my house quite a lot, and we we used to play quite quite a bit of football in the garden and stuff. But I actually quite vividly remember because the first time you were invited over, um, you know, it was uh, I was like, oh, you know, um, seems like a nice guy, um, you know, do the introductions, all this kind of stuff, and and the ball that we had a football around the garden. I said, oh, you know, do you fancy a quick kick about and stuff? And I didn't know you were a good footballer at the time. And, you know, we're kind of just passing it around and I go to do a tackle and you just violate me with a nutmeg straight off the bat. And I'm like, <laughs> who on earth is this boy? Why is he being let into our house? Why is he rinsing me on day one? I at least saved that for, for, I don't know, the family Christmas or, you know, a summer barbecue. You were straight in. But I think that was a, you know, I had to give you a bit of respect for it's that one. Be for, done, for dropping that straight, straight off the bat. Um, but no, we, 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 we played quite a bit of football together and stuff. But actually, you know, Snap my ankle, didn't I? Went over my ankle when we when we were having yeah. That out. wasn't that um, wasn't good. I I almost feel as though brilliant. that was entirely my fault. In in well, a way, well, we were trying to hit a few low stingers, weren't we? You know, a, a few, few top bigs. Yeah, all that top bigs. And 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 um, for those of you who don't know, I I I I think it went. It was an absolute you know scream at top bins. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> kind of took off with the with the power of the shot. You know, it just lifted me off the ground. Uh, I haven't got the strongest joints in the world. I think I'm quite, you know, built for water more than land, and it just landed funny on my ankle, and two ligaments snapped, and they've stayed snapped ever since. Good. Um, Put me out of action. Which year was that? Because that was 2017. And which, was that before or after? Like, was it junior commies where you went out to the Bahamas? So yeah, so I I just done European juniors uh, when I was 17. I won that on the 200 IM. Uh, and then three weeks after I did my ankle, I had the Commonwealth Youth Games in the Bahamas in yeah. Nassau. Um, was that three so weeks was, after you did your ankle? I think it was three weeks. Oh my goodness! Th- a month, three to three to six weeks. So it, it wasn't too long. So I had to pull out the two of my events, uh, unfortunately. But um, managing uh, my main one and but get it up. So. Top bins though as well. 
that's all that matters really isn't it that's all that matters yeah. um, but anyway yeah so so you um yeah you you oh we, we went out and we had like a kayak we used to kayak out on the river and stuff like that. so yeah you, you were kind of on around the house for a while weren't you a good good year and a half maybe yeah and it, it was it was quite good fun getting um getting involved in your sessions as well because i think from yeah. my point of view going back to the sport um i always took my running quite seriously um as in like doing a couple of sessions a week i know running training is different to swimming because in, in swimming you're always at the pool and especially someone at your level you're swimming like i don't know what say like 10 times a week just for example whereas with the running your kind of contact time at the track with your coach is like yeah. not really more than two or three sessions a week and then a lot of the other stuff's yeah. in your own time and i just remember coming like getting in, like being involved in your environment where all of you guys were just like right properly like this is the the elite mindset that you guys had and it was just it was it was inspiring and i tried to sort of like jump on that with the swimming stuff because I, I also have a background in triathlon i did a bit of um it, it's funny i did the, the stop doing the triathlon by the time i was probably the best swimmer because i was swimming f- mm. like fairly regularly kind of next year you guys mm. um but yeah just seeing that that mindset that you had from such a such an early age it was just mm. it, you could you can't not do any you can't do anything but sort of like try and raise your own game and actually mm. my best performances as a runner um came sort of in my early years at university where I took that sort of training mindset from what I had joined a even more sort of elite elitish group at Manchester Sail Harriers and was able to yeah really sort of churn that out and probably say my strongest over cross country and my probably I like had some good top 20 finishes at nationals even stuck into the top 10 at, at UK intercounties one time they were probably my yeah my best best performances then yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because we did, we used to train kind of in the lane, and then this was at the, the Maidenhead Leisure Centre called the Magnet. Because uh, I remember we'd go and start. We'd, we'd be diving in at six a.m. Uh, and it just it just amazed me. You know, someone who wasn't even part of the swimming club had the dedication to come and put you know an hour shift in um, in the local leisure centre at, at six a.m. You know, when you when you turn up and, and do a few lengths, and then sometimes we go in the gym and do a bit of a core workout as well. And um, yeah, it was it was great. And I do think that that elite mindset is something that's unique of swimming especially in those teenage years it is so demanding and it's so rigorous and the hours are you know because it's because it's not an impact because it's not an impact sport um you know you're not limited by that factor so it's almost like you just keep going and keep going and keep going whereas running you know you, you can do 10 sessions you can't do you know you'd struggle to do 10 sessions running sessions a week would you but you know yeah, yeah, if you did kind probably, of cross training you'd be, you know, you'd be going back four hours a day <clears throat> yeah you know four hours a day every day would be quite tough so um, yeah it, yeah that's interesting that difference you live in maidenhead but you work in oxford don't you um yeah what what is it you do exactly yeah so i actually work for the city council in oxford um hopefully <laughs> Hopefully no one's got any complaints to make with us. Um, but yeah, I'm actually a town planner, um, so I pretty much work in in local government. Um, I did a I did four years at Man- University of Manchester. I did a master's there in in town planning, so it kind of transferred um, quite nicely across there. And obviously, it was a, g- a good way for me to be able to mix obviously the education and the degree with doing the sport outside of of it. So it it worked quite nicely in in that regard um but yeah up in traveling to oxford sort of a few days a week um but in maidenhead so the, the connections are quite good for getting into into oxford and london so yeah it works, works yeah, really well yeah, yeah and you reckon you'll stay put there you know what's the plan i know it's a bit of a heavy question to, to <laughs> smash out in a minute but um yeah what, what what's the plan for the next year do you reckon you know yeah work way up is mayor of oxford on the cards yeah maybe maybe that could happen uh it's yeah it's a, it's a tough one to know i think as well with 
on I guess kind of a serious note, local government, the the financial costs of um, well potential potential recession coming. Um, it's I think yeah, a lot of local governments and and also private private businesses are going to have to sort of like tighten their belts for a bit. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there in terms of funding and, and I guess the shaping of, of Oxford and services overall. Um, so that's, yeah, that's one thing to look at. But yeah, I'm definitely enjoying what I'm doing at the moment. So hopefully continue progressing as a planner and, and yeah, we'll see, see where things take me. Sounds good, man. I think just to wrap up, um, obviously I'm here till the end of the week, but you've got a bit of a festival on the weekend. Is that correct? Yeah, we're going to uh, All Points East, which I think you've been to before. Um, yeah, I went last year. It was good. So yeah, a few. I mean, I, I am into my music. Um, there, there are a few good headliners as such. I think. Um, I think is Kygo there? Maybe Kygo is not even there. Um, Disclosure are definitely there. That's that's. I think that's the big name. Um, so that that will be a good one. Um, but yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe you'll be joining, but maybe maybe, maybe. your flight will be a bit tricky. But yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, see on that one. Um, but yeah, I I mean, hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday as well. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I think this will, this should be the last um, abroad episode for a while now, I reckon. Uh, oh, well, until we do our Marbs collab. Oh, yeah. Until yeah, Marbella, first week of September. Until um, a couple of weeks. But for now, I think I'll be signing off from Italy and back in uh, back in the UK for the next few episodes. That sounds good. And yeah, we did have a, a couple of questions. I know we had one in from Steve as well, but we'll, we will get get across to that. Yeah. Um, but we're we'll part of it, so we'll chat today. Um, but yeah, thanks very much, and uh, see you next week. Catch you soon.